Blog Talk Radio. Hi there. I'm Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, and this show is a celebration of baby boomers who are embracing life as we grow older. And if you're a grandparent, no doubt you know that there is no greater joy in this world than sharing a colorful, information-packed book with your grandchildren. So today's show is going to be a special treat. Our guest, Christina Sauer, is an associate editor for National Geographic Kids Books. She's edited numerous titles including the Go Wild series, one I love, and National Geographic readers. And as an avid supporter of STEAM education, and I'm going to check in with her about that later in the show, but Christina has created children's medias for for Disney Junior and NASA. Christina is joining us today to share all about her latest book that she's edited, and it's called Can't Get Enough Horse Stuff, and I can't get enough of this horse stuff myself, so I can't wait to find out more. Welcome, Christina. Thank you so much for having me, and I agree. As a former horse girl, I couldn't get enough working on this book about the horses. I th- and, and we had a chance to chat before we went on air, and I can tell Christina and I, there's a little bit of an age gap there, but I think we have a lot of similar things in sim- similar, especially around horses. But I want to congratulate you because uh, the book, it's colorful, it's informative, and like a lot, I mean, every National Geographic kids book I've had the delight to read, it's, it's, it's amazing. And it's also a treasure trove of all sorts of incredible facts that I'm going to get into soon enough. So congratulations, and, and I want to ask you what it felt like when you looked at it and first put it in your own hands. Oh, this book, I will say it's truly a testament to the National Geographic Kids team when you see this book because it I can't say it was just me or another editor. Um, this was a real team effort from the author, Neil Cavanaugh, to our expert reviewer who is out in Georgia, Kari Turner, do our design theme. It just came, it, the colors pop. The horses are hilarious with their different expressions on each page. The jokes <laughs> are even more funny. <laughs> so when we saw it, it just felt like this is the culmination of honestly two years of work. And we're so excited that kids finally can go to the store and get it for themselves or grandparents can get it for their kids too. Yeah, I, I have to say, grandparents, get it first so that you have the pleasure of introducing this wonderful book to your grandchildren because they're going to go crazy. And I wanted to say, too, the blurb is uh, on, on the book, it, it said the, the back cover says, can't get enough horse stuff, promises tons of facts, incredible photos, hilarious jokes, cool games, and amazing infographics. And I just think it did it all. It's really a book for everyone, and we um, definitely put an age range on it. We say about 7 to 10, but it's really for anyone. It is the essence of fun on each spread. You can just open one page. You don't even have to read it from cover to cover, and you, there's something for everyone, whether you're talking about the mystical horses like unicorns or hippogriffs or even ones that Poseidon used in, his, in Grecian mythology in his chariot to the horse athletes. We have equine athletes like Secretariat, and we talk about who Secretariat was and why we think that he won the Kentucky Derby. And then we go into more of the care and and, um, anatomy of horses, and then even end with this beautiful section on hippotherapy and equine-assisted therapy. So there's a little bit of something for everyone. 
Well, and you mentioned uh, earlier, just a, well, actually a minute ago, that it took two years to compile. But I'm wondering, as being the editor, do you, did you get bits and bits and pieces throughout? I mean, because the facts, especially, just blew me away. I had no idea about some of these things, and it must have been fun for you to see the, you know, the the end product from some of the work of the researchers and the author. Well, it's really fascinating because in the editorial process, you start off with just that manuscript, right? It's just a Word document with a bunch of text on it. And I'm giving Neil so much credit. He really did his research when he sent us that first draft. And then we bring it over to the expert reviewer who also knows, like, okay, this is accurate information. So you can be assured as a grandparent that your kids are get, your grandkids are getting the most up-to-date, accurate information on subjects, quite frankly, that they're really fascinated by. All of this content is age-appropriate, and we make sure that it's things that, especially that early 7- to 10-year-old age group, where they're going, okay, I know what a horse is now, but now I need to know more about them. What's the difference between a horse and a pony? And we do that right off the top. And then we go into each horse breed because that's what kids want to know. Why is one white and spotted? Why does the biggest one have a blaze down its nose? And then also just fun jokes, which as an editor, I love to throw in some too. You know, you start to think, hmm, what's a really, what we call the bad dad jokes, right? <laughs> the ones that kind of make you laugh and groan at the same time. Um, and it's just kind of a fun process that everyone gets to have a little bit of a, a part in. Well, I am going to ask you about those jokes in a minute, but the first thing I want to talk cover about, I mean, the facts blew me away. One of the one that really stood out for me is foals can stand within an hour of birth, walk within five hours, and canter at 24 hours. I had no idea. That's incredible. I mean, they are just, horses are fascinating creatures. And then that foal, when you think about how much it can stand and run and, and within that short time frame, it's already born with like 80%, 80 to 90% of their adult length. So they're just these cute little gangly things who figure out how to use those huge legs within oh. like 24 hours. Well, and another one that got me too is that I never realized it, but I did notice that, you know, horses' eyes are more on the side of their their face, uh, but they their eyes work independently and they see dual images. That's Absolutely correct. And that is one of the things that I learned during this whole process. And these are the ways that we tease a little bit more complex subjects later on. And a lot of these things have to do with whether you're a predator or a prey in the animal kingdom. And in this case, a horse really needs to know what's around it. So being able to see what's on one side versus the other side, that's why they need those two images or even their ears can rotate all the way behind them. Whereas as humans or, or other animals, you'll see their eyes are closer to the front, and we usually just have one image because we're not worried about something attacking us from the back. Um, so this kind of teases a little bit of something different about a horse than a tiger and why. Yeah, I mean, these, and, and then one last one, I'm sorry, I'm talking about me, 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 and how it impressed me. I'm oh, supposed no. to be interviewing you, but it's such a great book. But this I, this made me kind of jealous. Horses get to eat 15 hours a day. I thought, oh, I, I'm going to come back in my next lifetime and be a horse and just sit there and eat all day long. See, I saw that too. I was like, oh, they, but they only sleep about one to three hours. But then I realized, oh. and this is the one thing, is that, that 15 hours a day is just grass and plants. 
which means that, yes, they get to eat about 25 pounds a day, but could you imagine having to eat 25 pounds of salad all day? I don't know. I'm going to go for my ice cream still. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you mentioned uh, horse jokes, so do you have any favorite horse jokes you'd like to share with us, Christina? I'm giving you a fair warning. You're probably going to groan a little bit, but that's why we love them. (laughs) So here's the first one. See if you can answer this one. What's as big as a horse but weighs nothing? No idea. A horse's shadow. Oh, groan. (laughs) Yep, right. Or my personal favorite, which I thought this one was very clever when we got it. Who were the two most famous horse thieves? I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. Who were the two most famous way? Horse thieves. No idea. Bonnie and Clydesdale. <laughs> Grown laugh. <laughs> yeah. yeah Some of them, like, they're so bad you got to laugh, but you can imagine kids are going to love these and sharing these. Oh, gosh, Christina, I, I know we've got... Just another minute left, but the time has flown by. I've had so much fun talking with you. Real briefly, what is STEAM education? That I want our grandparents to know about. So we're in an era of, of understanding that it's not only about the so STEAM stands for, it's an acronym for STEM, or STEM is uh, science, technology, engineering, art, and mathematics. We're starting to realize that humanities and sciences are inherently um, connected. And so when we reach out to kids, when you see these pages, you'll see experts who are saving horses, like 86,000 Mustangs, through filmmaking. There are National Geographic explorers doing this. So there is this balance of the science and humanities, and we really want this book to be aspirational. So kids look at themselves and go, I may be really interested in the subject, and I don't have to necessarily be a veterinarian to work with horses one day, but I can also do things like be a horse trainer or be an occupational therapist because you use all parts of your brain with everything that you do. Oh, Christina, this has been such a delight. I, Like I say, I, I know we have to cut it short because you have other people to speak with today, but, oh, I have really enjoyed this interview. Thank you for your time and providing this incredible collection of facts and amazing, colorful book with us, and thank you so much for being such a delightful guest. Well, thank you so much for having me, and please let everyone know that you can get this book at any place, whether it's online or in a physical bookstore, that you get your favorite book. Absolutely, and believe me, I would like to say, too, I'm in my 70s. This book is a great read for me, so forget that age range on the back. The age range needs to be increased because the grandparents are getting as much fun out of it as I did. So for all you listeners out there, especially you grannies and grandpas, be sure to check out Can't Get Enough Horse Stuff. Your grandchildren are going to love you for it. It's lively. It's an entertaining read and it's guaranteed to engage them and love and their love for these beautiful animals. So thanks again, Christina. And until next time, this is Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio. See, I'm going to catch you later. Bye-bye.